Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie, and this is our most special place to hang out on the web. That's right, and you can join us at any time throughout the entire show. You can join in the conversation, or you can simply go into our chat room and chat with us as well. Well, guess what, you guys? Today we are discussing getting your life organized and clearing the clutter. And how do I do that, you may ask? Well, you can start by making a list. See, we're going to jump right on into this today, you guys. We ain't going to waste no time because I know everybody's looking for information and answers all the time. So we want to make sure we're giving you that when you come to Infinite Love Talk Radio. And by the way, again, that number is 347-215-8305. We had a blast with you guys last week. had some great callers call in. I will open up the lines periodically throughout the show and love to invite you in on the conversation. Um, you know, if you if you really want to get your life on track and get organized. Honey, of all the good things you can do in your life, the best is to make a list. And if you make a list, on one of the sides of the page, put all the good things you love about your life, you like about your life, you feel good about. The other side, put the not-so-good things. Then, um, right next to them, you write what's good about it, and then on the side that's the not-so-good, what's bad about it. And for an example, so you're not confused, I don't like the fact that I eat a lot of sweets, a lot of candy. Lately I haven't been because I've been really busy, and I've noticed that when I'm really busy I don't eat as much um, of the candy. Um, It's a sweet tooth, a comfort food, that type of thing that I'm trying to appease. But um, what I was going to say is what I've decided to do is I write a list and I write why I don't like eating so much candy and how it's unhealthy for me and what I can do to change it. So what I've been trying to do is eat healthier snacks like rice cakes or um, I don't really care for those unless they have frosting on top. See, candy. (laughs) So what I do is I've been trying to get like yogurts, but I really have a tough time eating yogurt. I have to find one that I really like. And, you know, it's strange, you guys. If you know any good yogurt for people that's not big yogurt eaters, please email me. Give me your hints. Give me your tips. But whenever my husband and I and the family travel, they have yogurt on the plane, and for some reason I can eat it. It tastes delicious, and they have pastries with it usually. But whenever I buy it at the store, I just cannot bring myself to eat it. So anyway, there's other healthier alternatives. So on my list, on the left side is the goods. On the right side is the bads. And I just write next to each one what it is that I can do to change it or make it even better. So on the good side, if I want to make something even better, I emphasize that. On the bad side, if I want to take it away, I eradicate it. And this way you'll be able to start changing the bad things for the good ones and 
clearing the clutter, as well as getting yourself organized and moving in a good direction, okay? So ain't that right, honey? Oh, that you, are, you are on the money, baby. And, and a lot of times what you just said is so, so on point because when you write stuff down, and okay. most people deal with the, the common sense part of their mind, and if they see bad stuff, they'll stay away from it. Even if it's on their list, they'll stay yes. away from it because they're thinking, oh, no, that's bad. I'm going to stay away from that. So it's just a, a good thing to do. Um, there are a few more things you can do to get yourselves and your life on track and get organized. One is you can do a spring or, shall we call it, early summer right. cleaning. Yes, that is correct. In your homes, you can get rid of all the don't needs and the big clutter because clutter is one thing that will get into your way and it will cause you not to be able to organize the way that you want. But mm -hmm. spring cleaning from the standpoint, babe, even of just cleaning up, sweeping, getting out all the dust, all that stuff. But at the same time, organizing, cleaning up stuff, getting it how you want it. And at the same time as you're organizing and doing that, you can get rid of the extra clutter and all of that. And guess what? When you're doing that, you can donate any extra food, stuff that you haven't used around your home. You can d donate that stuff to shelters, uh, places like that. It can really help people because it does one of two things. Obviously, it's going to help other people, but it makes you feel good in, inside knowing that the things that you just kind of have sitting around, you can put to good use because my wife and I, we love this show called, what's it called, baby, Hoarders. Mm -hmm. And that is just a perfect example of people have 9 and 10 and 12 things of the same thing. Get rid of some of that stuff, baby. I love all your tips, honey. Those are great tips. They're great ideas. That's right. Another thing you can communicate to your significant other, um, what communicate to them what you plan on doing. A lot of times people don't want to do it by themselves or they think it's such a big task, honey. So if you can talk to your mate or whoever you live with, your family members, your sister, your roommate, whoever it is, and tell them what you're trying to do, then they can assist you in it and get organized, like, for instance, you know, cleaning up or making a grocery list or running errands, all that stuff. Another great thing um, for clearing clutter when you have emotional ties to them is to let someone else you trust help you. They can put the things in separate piles, like one pile is, you know, things they think you wouldn't need, and then another pile is things they're not sure about. And, of course, you would be the person that's going to make the final answer and you'll be what you know you'll have to say and what stays and what goes but guess what you have started the elimination process and that's all you can you know ask of yourself is to at least get started moving in a good direction wouldn't you say that yes i would definitely agree with that baby going forward if you want to get mm -hmm. yourself moving in the best direction <laughs> possible and that is just attacking it and, and doing whatever it, that you can to, to right. make that happen um, baby, I got a couple more helpful mm -hmm. tips and ideas for getting your life on track and getting organized um, while clearing some clutter at the same time. And first but foremost is get up early. I'm talking early in wow. the a.m. You can just, you have such a clear mind. You can be creative before your day gets mm -hmm. going, people calling you. And just that time in the morning, maybe you're having yourself some tea or something and you're talking with your wife or husband, or you might be doing it by yourself so that you can make that list that my wife is talking about so that you can see clarity and get it in order so that all of a sudden you can get the day going in the right direction. Then we've said this one, but I, I kind of want to touch on it is simplify things. And when I say simplify, that also means pare down. We're talking about clutter, but simplifying things can make it be like on your list. You can, instead of just going, you know, 40 or 50 days ahead of yourself, maybe you only list the first three days going forward or just that day. Simplify things so it can become something that's attainable to you, and all of a sudden you'll see big, big results there. 
And what my husband just said, you guys, I cannot even applaud him enough. That is so true. And for an example, this morning, um, I know I have a lot of stuff to do. This is going to be an extremely busy week for us as a family and me as an individual as far as the things that I have to do because I have responsibilities. My husband don't play that. You know, he dictates what I need to do early on. He told me, you're going to carry your weight. You're going to break your back for me, girl. And I'm doing it, okay? I want you guys to know, for real, I, I, I'm really, I'm a strong sister. So I really want you guys to understand. Oh, I ain't crazy. Playing. I ain't even playing, but no, really. I woke up this morning and I realized that, you know, I need to do all this stuff, but I was overwhelmed, you guys. And you're going to feel like this at times, but that's what this show is all about, getting organized and clearing the clutter. And I'm not to harp too much on it, but I made myself a list. And at first I said, I'm only going to put the top five priorities down. Like my husband mm-hmm. just said, just put three days down. I'm the type, I go hard. I go yes, large. She does. Yes, she does. <laughs> and I will put five pages together of lists and then get mad if I don't get it all done. And 2014, says, y'all. She okay. just, she's 2014. Yeah, in 2014, January, I need to be going to the store and getting some more hair products, okay? So what I'm talking about, though, is I wrote down the first five, I typed them into my computer, and then before you knew it, I had another five. And before you knew it, I had another five. And then I was at 20, and I said, what are you doing? You're only supposed to put the top five priorities. But if you are like me and you reach for the moon, and even if you miss your amongst the stars, that's okay. Hey, put them down, but just tell yourself subconsciously, I'm only going to try to shoot for the ones that have to get done right now, and if I get more done, wow, guess what? That's extra icing on the cake. So, um, for an example, my list would consist of things like this. Eat healthy, uh, work out, help get the, um, my home organized, see what things my husband needs done so I can make sure I make that happen, check on what my kids need, make sure my mother's okay, um, reorganize my closet, um, go through my shoes, see what shoes that I need to change out because, you know, we're temporarily in Los Angeles. So all our good stuff is in Washington, so I'm, I'm going to have to do a switcheroo, you know, and send some things home now and bring some things down. So that kind of stuff's on my list. Uh, budget, um, you know, just different things. What, where do you want to go? Where do you want to see yourself in a week? I need to write that down. Um, organized paperwork, that kind of stuff. So if you do that, you will feel really good because you will know you'll have a set plan. For the people out there that have a job, you can still write a list and say, what can I do before work, what can I do at my lunch break, and what can I do after work? Don't bog your whole lunch break down with trying to do tasks because that's when you're supposed to be taking a break and really relaxing. But if it's a couple phone calls you can make, make them during your lunch break while you're sitting there eating your sandwich. Make sure there ain't nobody, you know, business-wise that don't want to hear you smacking in their ear. But if you need to call your aunt and tell her that, you know, make sure she drops off your sweater you loaned her or something, do that. But it helps you to make sure you're getting your things done. Um, one last thing I'll say before we um, move on into beauty and fashion and lifestyle. We've been working on some really great projects down here, so a lot of my time was on that, and I really wasn't making lists, and I believe me, I suffered. So if I can tell you guys any great tip today, please make sure you make a list of the things you want to do. If you want to get your life organized and back on track and you want to clear the clutter, make sure you list out all the goods and all the bads, and on the bads, start eliminating them. It's got to be one by one by one. Right, babe? Oh, I can't even (laughs) say it enough. And you heard my wife was just listing, listing some things that were just at the top of her list, and there was 10 or 12 or 14 right there. And these are mandatory things like checking on your children. But I will tell you, she is on the list. She's on the money. Believe me, you guys, try it. If you haven't tried it, please try it. Make yourself a list. 
Get on it. Just try to do what you can. And also, one other thing is give yourself a day of rest or a couple hours of rest because you won't believe that that will give you the clarity and the energy to keep on going because if you just work, 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 you work yourself into the ground, you'll get sick or something, then things will really pile up. So give yourself a little bit of a break and don't think that you need to attack everything and do everything all at once. <laughs> Most definitely, you guys. And remember, you can always call us. You can email us. You guys know the number. If you go on our website, there's an 800 number on there. You can call us, leave us a message. We'll get back to you. But if you leave something rude, you might not like the response you're going to get when we call you back. <laughs> but anyway, um, remember, you can email us at sales at JackieChristie.com. That's S-A-L-E-S at JackieChristie.com. We're going to jump right on down into beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. And today we have some hot tips for you guys in this area. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
are back. Welcome. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. You guys can call in live at 347-215-8305 throughout the entire show. We're talking about beauty, fashion, and lifestyle, right? Dang, that song is so good. I didn't even want to stop playing it. Listen, you guys, I'm telling you guys right now, if you love to drink something nice, something light, maybe not the harder alcohols, you got to try a mimosa. It's a blend of champagne and orange juice. It's a must, you guys, in the lifestyle category. If you haven't had it, try it. It's a really good, fun, lightweight drink. Um, wine, I say that's more for the evening. Wouldn't you say that, babe? I, I would totally agree <laughs> with you. A mimosa, you know, this is summertime. Enjoy yourself. A little, Most definitely. A little champagne. You know what else? Wine is good with cheese and crackers, whereas mimosas is good with grapes and fruits and cantaloupes and stuff. Say you're sitting by the pool or something, and you have a mimosa, or you can have mimosas with brunch. It's just a different thing. So in the lifestyle category, I would like to recommend trying their mimosa. Your next Yeah, mimosa today. I like to try one. Okay, I got something for you guys. How about reading with your kids? Now, check this out. It can be fun. The perspective of a child is totally refreshing. But at the same time, you can check out their reading, see where they're at, make sure they're reading to the right level, and you can read what they like to read. Grab a newspaper and put them in current events or grab some comics, something like that, something that they can enjoy. And at the same time, it's time for you to to, uh, interact with your child. Read with your kids. It's an awesome, awesome thing. Most definitely. Next we have the iPod. I have found something extraordinary, you guys. Um, my mom actually suggested that I listen to it. She's been listening to hers quite a bit. And um, I started listening to it. My husband's an avid iPod listener. Sometimes he'll be in the kitchen cooking, cleaning up, whatever, and he'll have his iPod on. And I couldn't figure out, okay, honey, I'm very busy, and I don't think that if I had music in my ears I could accomplish things. I think it might be a little too much because I'm trying to sing and hum and dance along to the music. But I tried it, and, oh, my God, it's fantastic. I almost think I might get addicted because I like putting it on at night to relax now, but what I did is I limited myself a, a time limit, like 20 minutes. But last night I accidentally fell asleep with it on, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was still stuck in my ear, and it scared the hell out of me because I'm not used to that. So I want to tell you guys, the iPod, listening to it is so relaxing and soothing, especially when you're traveling and you're sitting on the airplane. My husband's a type, D-type that goes to sleep. He is going to get his rest. So you will not be talking to him if you're lucky enough ever to travel with him. You'll be talking to yourself or reading or something. Luckily, we go Virgin most of the time, Virgin Air, and they have Internet access, so I'm able to get work done nowadays. Oh, my God. But if, I, if you don't feel like reading, you don't really, you're not on the Internet, put your headphones on and just listen to all kind of great, cool music. I learned about a lot of music that I didn't know about. My sister gave me an iPod recently that had some, she put the Bible on there for me, all kind of books and everything. And there were some songs on there that I never would have downloaded myself, and I happened to click on it just to listen, was blown away. And I'm going to play one for you guys a little later on in the show by an artist by the name of Joe that I just think is off the chain. It's like my new favorite. And um, my husband really likes Tina Marie, and, well, he pretty much, he's a music buff. You guys already know because you've been following us for two years, so you know he's that one. But the iPod, you've got to get an iPod. That's my other lifestyle tip for you guys. Ooh, the savage. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot, it's getting hotter, and I got something for everybody out there, and that is smoothies. Guess okay. what? Freeze yourself some fruit, or you can buy frozen fruit, add juice to a blender, and That's blend right. it up. Our favorite is chocolate soy milk and frozen chopped up bananas. You mix that together, and ooh, la, 
I just realized something, you guys, right here today on the show. Oh, my God. My husband's been having me go to the store and get chocolate soy milk, and I'm thinking, when the hell does he drink chocolate soy milk (laughs) this whole time? And I'm like, well, maybe he's giving it to our son because he likes chocolate. So I'm thinking, well, maybe he's just giving him cups of soy milk for lunch. You know, he wanted to give him a healthier alternative. Uh Now I realize what it is. You're making smoothies when we're beating the pavement out here in this hot sun, Uh working all day. And he loves them. Oh, he does, and he drinks them up. Shanty actually, you know, like. Oh, you gotta let me try it then next time, you guys. And next we have scented oils. They are just mm-hmm, good. Okay, um, you guys know that they not only smell good, they're relaxing. They have certain scented oils that actually they they do at the spas, like lavender, and um, they have different kinds. Cinnamon. Um, what's some other ones, honey? Oh, um, let me think. Rosemary. Rosemary. Um, oh, that's my favorite. Mint. Peppermint, all those different ones just smell wonderful. Most definitely. So I would have to say, you guys, definitely get yourself some scented oils. Well, we're going to keep it in the summertime. And guess what? (laughs) Bicycling, if you don't like running, this can be great for you. Plus, it's Mm -hmm. not as taxing on your knees. You can go and buy yourself a bike, obviously, or you can rent them. If you live by a lake, bicycle stores, downtown, different places, you can uh, rent yourself a bicycle, ride around, get some good exercise, and go where you want to go at the same time. Bicycle. Check it out. And you know what? I know you guys are probably sitting here because I, I, I know you asked for some fashion tips. You've been asking a lot in our MySpace account. But um, we, we gave you a lot of lifestyle and a couple of beauty things. But I'm going to share with you, I'm going to add this one, honey, hoodies. They're very, very cool. Um, I would say design your own. Just pick yourself a you know, plain one. Russell makes some great hoodies. Get one that zip or get one that you just pull over, and you can kind of design it, put stuff on it, patches, whatever you want, and create yourself your own hoodie. But make sure you buy it like two sizes too big so when you wash it and it shrinks, it's still loose and comfortable because if you buy it your right size and then you do it and it doesn't fit, it's not cool, and that's not fashion, and it's too small and it looks like it's your little sisters or brothers, don't do that. That's not cool. That's not good. Okay, so get a get a hoodie that's two sizes bigger. And lastly, fish. It's delicious, it's healthy, and it's great for your skin. And my favorite is king salmon, or just salmon, period. And um, my husband really makes a good dish, but you have to get our book, Love Ponds, that we was just in New York promoting recently, and in there is the recipe for it. So I'm not going to tell you what that is, but i just tell you fish is a very, very, very good lifestyle tip for you guys to check out. Next, you guys, you know where we at, right? This is the area where you get to have a peek into our innermost thoughts, um, at least what we're thinking presently, right? Right, what we're thinking about right now, babe? Oh, right this moment, yes, <laughs> yes, sir, yes, yes. So um, we do this as a fun little challenge, but also to share with you guys, the listeners, what we're feeling and what's on our mind. So as you know, Doug's been winning, but lately I've been coming hot on his tail, and um, i got some good momentum going, so... Today, we are going to do it again. We're going to attempt to do this again, and I'm going to let my husband start. Right, babe? You want first? Uh, did I win last week? I think <laughs> I got beat down last oh. week. But, yeah, okay, I can I can go first. We're going to go Memorial Day. On a day like today, we get together with family and friends. We cook some food, tell stories, have some spirits, of course. Right. What a time. And we will always have those memories. And that is what it's all about, these memories and our liberty we owe to the men and women of the armed forces, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. I have members in my family, as I know a lot of our listeners do as well. And today, Memorial Day, I salute you, we salute you, and thank you for laying your lives on the line for our liberty to the armed forces. Much respect. That's 60 seconds with DC. 
Oh my God, that was absolutely beautiful, honey. I don't, I don't even really know. I mean, how can I top that? I just have to say that I reiterate. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. And um, my 60 seconds is a little bit different. Mine is right here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, they said. They said. They said the same would never come. <laughs> We got a lot going on, so babe, let's jump right in. What you got? Oh my God! Whew. A man was arrested after a U.S. flight was diverted to Canada. You guys, let me tell you. You know I'm already the panic 
maniac on the plane. As soon as I see anything that looks strange, I'm tapping my husband. I'm like, that person don't look right because I'm just freaking out. I don't know. I just feel so helpless up in the air, and you can't really do anything. What are are we going to do? If they thought it out, believe me, they're going to know what they need to do to be able to, you know what I mean? And a lot of people, it's, it's like their guard is let down when they're up there, so they're not really on that fight or what is it, fight or flight or whatever it's called mode, they're just more like, let me relax, let me take my flight and go on to the next city. So they're not thinking that. So it would pretty much be them and people that's aware. And I feel like I'm the only one up there in the air that feels that way. But anyway, um, U.S. officials refused to allow a flight from Paris to Mexico to cross through American airspace over the weekend, forcing it to divert to Canada, where a passenger was arrested on an outstanding warrant. The Aero-Mexico flight was forced to land Sunday in Montreal's Pierre Elliott Trudeau International Airport, where authorities arrested um, Abrahamian Ali Gal, um, an immigrant um, from someplace, I have no idea. The Associated Press um, said, the spokesman said that the details of the passenger's arrest will be made public by Wednesday, so we can find out exactly what it is. And they're saying a warrant, but I bet it's something terrorist-related because of the way that they did it, and it was really serious. You guys can Google it, but they are um, telling everybody to watch out because there's been some more um, things going on. They just haven't put the alert up because they said that they thought that they would save it for, like, really serious threats. But always when you're going to travel, check out Google and see what the, the alert is for travel just so you can be, be safe. If you know something, tell us because Definitely. we want to know too. That's Definitely. right. Baby, uh, Nation, uh, Nation Glenn Beck apologizes for mocking Obama's daughter. Now, babe, conservative talk show host Glenn Beck has apologized for a segment on his radio show program in which he made fun of President Barack Obama's 11-year-old daughter imitating her in a childish, high-pitched voice and criticizing (laughs) her intelligence. Now, Beck issued an apology on his website Friday after bloggers and parents objected to the tirade from Beck, who in the past has argued that the media should, quote-unquote, leave families alone. In his radio show, The Glenn Program, on Premier Radio Networks, Beck mocked Malia Obama for asking her father if he managed to stop the oil from continuing to spill in the Gulf of Mexico. At a news conference Thursday, the president recounted how his daughter asked him the question. Quote, unquote, she said, did you plug the hole yet, daddy, in an effort to illustrate how all Americans are anxious about the BP oil rig that is spilled and it is America's worst spill in history. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad he apologized, but stupidity means no conversation. Next, we have an alleged seven-finger, okay, he only has seven fingers, three is missing, serial strangler is arrested in Chicago. If you guys Google him, you're going to be shocked. An accused serial killer in Chicago was charged with multiple counts of murder this Saturday after DNA linked him to three strangulations that occurred on the city's south side. You know, they have a lot of trouble going on in Chicago, and our prayers go out to those people down there. I feel really bad. Um, investigators are awaiting the results of additional tests to see if he is responsible for other unsolved cases. Michael Johnson is 24 years old, and he's charged with three counts of first-degree murder, one count of attempted murder, and one count of aggregated criminal assault. Um, police said in a weekend press release, all three of the slain women, um, they said, lived high-risk lifestyles. They were found dead in vacant buildings in Roseland and West Coleman neighborhoods. The first victim, Erica 
Jackson, 38, was found dead in November. The second, um, Leslie, was 30, and she was discovered in January. And then the third, Siobhan Hampton, 30, was found on March 30th. So um, it's really a sad thing, but, yeah, they did catch him, and he only has seven fingers. Oh, my goodness, baby, and the strangler. Now, what about Google Maps, baby? Now, a woman is, she's been hit by a car, and she is suing Google Maps over directions. A California woman is suing Google after she was hit by a car while following walking directions provided by Google Maps. Lauren Rosenberg claims Google Maps led her to walk from one Park City, Utah address to another via Deer Valley Highway, a rural roadway also known as Utah State Route 224. In a lawsuit filed in district court in Park City, Rosenberg claims Google is to blame for a car striking her on a road, an accident she says has cost her $100,000 in medical bills. Now, she is asking Google to pay for the cost of her medical bills plus a loss of earnings and punitive damages. But uh, she said that uh, Google had her walking in the area of a roadway that uh, high-speed vehicles go on, and there's no way that Google should send her in that way, baby. So interesting case. And you know what? I bet you they have such high insurance premiums because of this same exact reason, because it does. If you map quest it or go to Google Maps, you can go there, but I think you should use. They should have a disclaimer somewhere on there. I bet yeah. that says you're using this at your own risk. And I mean that doesn't even make sense. But she may win, and this may be an example for them to change up their policy and put a big red alert. That's what I would have. <laughs> if you follow this and something happens, we're not responsible. We're just giving you directions. You. Um, lastly, you guys, I want to recap. Our trip to New York was fantastic. Yeah. Where do I start? It was wonderful. Um, it was relaxing and somewhat. Um, fun, lots of fun actually, honey, but we did get stuck on the tarmac on the way back <laughs> for eight hours, but it was a blast because I'm going to tell you guys, if you fly, you got to go virgin. It was so plain up on there. They had, <laughs> the game was on, people was hollering, there was partying going on. They, It was so much, that was the only time I've ever sat on the tarmac for eight hours and didn't complain or get mad and want to leave. We, I mean, we were on our computers, we were getting business done. Um Katino Mobley, one of my husband's ex-teammates, uh, who happened to be on the same flight back out of New York <laughs> from coming to an event. So we're up in the air, and the, the Lakers is playing, and, oh, my God, there's some people sleep next to us in the other seat. Everybody started yelling when Ron Artest hit that last shot. Before the last shot, though, and I won't even get into it because I'll let you talk to the window on it, but it was crazy. The plane was rocking. The captain kept coming out talking to Doug and, oh, I'm so happy and honored to have you on this flight and, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. So everybody was aware that these ex-basketball players were on the plane, so they was just having fits and screaming and yelling, and it was just crazy. But we finally got in at, what what was it, 1 o'clock in the morning? Oof, I don't know. It was late. <laughs> yeah, it was we late. We finally got in. So, um, but I was going to say, though, is to wrap up and recap, the book tour went great. Tons and tons of people came. They was and we couldn't get a break in edgewise. I mean, we were signing so fast we start forgetting our last name and scribbling. And it was just a lot of fun. But it was put together really professionally. We've been on some book tours before when it wasn't really organized. Oh my God, this was amazing. It was in the Jacob Javits Convention Center in downtown Manhattan, and it was packed and it was a blast. And um, our publicist was there, and Tiana Smalls from What Chili Wants, and all those guys was there. And we was cracking up and laughing and taking pictures and just having fun the whole time. So I hope that our 
book distributors and everybody else don't think we were unprofessional, but <laughs> it was a fun time. And then uh, we came right on back. So I just wanted to recap that in news and hot topics. And then we're going to jump right on down into our final section before we round out with sports. And today we decided not only to share a lover's poem with you guys, but we also wanted to share two quick and fast, and we'll only give you excerpts of our favorite love songs, okay? Babe? That is right, love. The top <laughs> pick for the love song, I, I know that they're going to enjoy this because we do, so uh, give it to them, babe. But is this the one that I was talking about earlier when I said yeah. it's the new guy and he? Um, I learned about this song? Okay, here you go. you guys we're only going to give you a little small part now we're going to do the poem this is a lover's poem and it's called my definition of love my definition of love is different from the book my definition of love is more than just a look love is more than a word more than a song more than a note love is more than a poem wrote love is reaching out to touch someone to be sure that they're there love is leaning in to kiss someone to remind them that you care Love is looking in the in the eyes and whispering in ears. Love is cuddling when she cries and catching all her tears. 
Love is the warmth shared between hugs when everything else is cold. Love is knowing they'll still be there when everything else is old. <laughs> Love is hearts beating faster and faster while everything else is slowed down. Love is singing sweet songs to each other, even if there's hundreds around. Love is driving through the rain to help someone through tough times. Love is me wishing you love me, too, and wishing you'd be mine. Love isn't just holding hands. Love is holding hearts. Love is where it ends, and love is where it starts, you guys. That was by Torin Kampala, and um, I'm in the sports in just a few minutes, but we're going to finish out this section. Here's our second one that we really, really love, and I want to share it with you guys, and I'm about to find it in one second, and here we go. Baby, you know it, I'm so official, I'm such a pro They say I love them and leave them, but they don't know me though Cause if they knew me, they know that I was a one-woman type I don't get my Tiger Woods on, y'all No, you can hitch a ride to the crib I'll call you a taxi, look, there it is I'm sorry, but I got plans to be great And the quickest way to ruin them is a woman Just kidding with you guys <laughs> Just playing with you guys You guys ready for what we really want to let you hear? You, you want to hear, babe? Oh, always I love that. You know, I had to do something for my fellas, right? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you our story. I was dating this girl named Casino. But she never gave me no love Spent time after time, time after time Sitting in my head above See, I was dating this girl in casino But all she wanna do was play I spent all of my money like a fool for her Just throwing it all away Cause she had my heart broken on the floor it is we're going from casino to the world of sports because i know it's a lot of gambling going on right now and is the whistle there are you there for me whistle i am here how y'all doing oh we are doing fantastic and before we jump into the finals whistle 
2014 New York City in the Super Bowl. I know you are a huge football fan, and what I want to know is, is this a good idea? We're talking a possibility of cold, rain, snow, fog. There could be anything going on in New York City. Was this smart for the NFL? Well, uh, as a fan, uh, I like it. It's the elements that football should be played in. But uh, on the business aspect of it, uh, it is a a fan-friendly event. Um, and, and a lot of players have been sounding off about it, really saying that if you play in cold weather, uh, we really look forward or looked forward to playing in, you know, somewhere nice and in and, and, and that type of element. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see it, but at the same time, uh, if it's going to cause a, a bunch of commotion, I don't know if it's worth it. That is totally correct. I agree with you. Performance, the ground game versus the throwing game, there's going to be so many intangibles that go into this. It will be something for us to be chatting about over the next, actually, couple of years because it's not till 2014. But it is big, big in the world of sports. Now, Wizzle Usain Bolt, well, he is at it again, the owner of the 100 and 200 meters, the world record holder in the Czech Republic this week uh, in the rain, Wizzle ran a 30.97. Michael Johnson's world record is still okay, 30.85, but this is the 300 meters. Uh, he owns the one and two. Do you think that he'll break this at some time? Um, I definitely believe it's in his reach. Uh, the guy is amazing, and uh, what's really, really what we're fortunate is that we're going to we get at least eight years to see this guy and to see him at a high level, you know, before he reaches his 30. So, uh I'm really excited about him and his career and what he's going to do for track and the records. No no question about it. When we look at the Olympics coming up, it is really possible that if he if he ventures back into the 400, is that that's where he started at. He could own the one, two, three, and four. Just an amazing athlete, Usain Bolt. Everybody keep your eyes open. Well, actually, don't blink because you might miss him. Now, Wizzle, the finals, well, they are here. Los Angeles, Boston, names like Magic Bird, Kareem, Parrish, Worthy, Mikhail, West, Hondo, Russell, Chamberlain. Now we got Rondo, Fisher, Gasol, KG, Ray Ray, Kobe, what do you say, Wizzle? Uh, this is a matchup. I think uh, championship-wise, Boston has 17. L.A. has 15. The last meeting, 2008, Boston was tougher, more physical. Uh, the two meetings this year, L.A. is 2-0. and Both were by uh, one-point wins in the first one. Kobe, a last-second shot over Ray Allen. And the second one, no Kobe, but the Lakers still win by one point. Uh, what do you see here? You know, this is going to be a, a very, very interesting game. First and foremost, I believe that regardless of whom is going to win, they're going to have to play seven games to to, to ultimately find and, and come up with the decision on the champion. But uh, I really like the Lakers. I, I like what they bring to the table in terms of their big guys. Uh, I really like the punch that Odom brings off the bench. I realize that uh, that uh, that Boston is deep off the bench. They definitely have tall, big, serviceable uh, guys. Uh, but I, I really like the Lakers right now. I like their experience. Uh, I, I like I like what with, with with Kobe's destiny right now, and I really think he's playing at a high level right now. Uh, you know, the one thing that that really really is a concern for me is the health of. The Celtics. I know that Kevin Garnett is 
he's playing well and he's he's giving you uh, you know obviously he's the same KG for for the most part number wise, but uh, I wonder how he's going to hold up against these young guys because they really play well uh, and you really got to bring your game against Paul Gasol and those guys. No question about it. I, I was on Fox Radio in Los Angeles with her, and I really thought that that Boston series with Orlando was going to go to seven games because, like you said, their health is very, very much in question with the exception of Rondo and now Nate Robinson coming off the bench. Everybody else has something going on. Ray, well, I, I would say he's pretty healthy at the same time, but you got Paul Pierce problems with his legs all over the place, KG, uh, well, we know his knee, Perkins, uh, pretty healthy, I I would say. Rashid's got a back problem. Glenn, big baby Davis, got knocked out. Tony Allen's got some issues going on. And when you look at the Lakers roster, I think that uh, with the exception of Fisher and their, you know, claiming age and all these things, he's a big game player. He's going to be fine throughout the playoffs. Vujicic coming back, I think, adds that spark to uh, Garden Ray on the outside because someone's going to need to chase him around. But uh, defensively, Wizzle, L.A., um, fast, quick guards, they have a problem with those type of players. And they're going to be facing actually two of them in Rondo and Nate Robinson. Uh, what do you see L.A. trying to do to these two guys to slow them down? I look for a lot of the strategy they use against the Suns. Uh, you, you, you plant your two big trees in the paint, uh, and, and you, you kind of just you leave them in there with their hands up, and you, and you kind of just help and rotate. That's pretty much all you can do anyway, and then you force those guys to, to really make a, uh, make a play because, like I say, you've got two big seven-footers in there. With, you know, it really takes up a lot of space. And uh, it really uh, puts pressure on those guys to make a big play. So uh, obviously, I'm not. It's not a knock against Dwight Howard, but if there were two of him or another guy out there his size, I think they would pose a a different type of threat uh, for Orlando's defense. So as as team defense. So I just really like the fact that they have two big players and they they play well together defensively and offensively. And they're, you know. I really like what they what they're gonna have inside. No question about it. Now defensively Boston Whistle has trouble when the ball moves inside out or side to side. If you come down and you try to pound the ball inside, uh, they have fantastic defense. First pass defense, they are great. But when you move the ball around, that's when they have some trouble. But at the same time, this seems to be a, uh, a little problem for Los Angeles. They get into the, you know, pounded in or the ball's not moving a lot. Well, is this going to be more of a benefit for Boston because they have a problem when the when the ball moves around? Is it going to be more of a problem for Los Angeles in that sometimes they don't move the ball around? Uh, I think uh, it's going to obviously uh, the coaches will really really have to hone in on those things because those uh, are huge factors for both clubs that uh, could really cost you a ball game. Uh, obviously, you have to be effective when you're out on the court. You have to play with focus and, and, and some type of direction. Uh, and obviously, uh, if Kobe can, uh, can now keep and, and manufacture the type of numbers that he has in terms of, you know, just around right around a, a triple-double with somewhere around 40 points, it, it really puts pressure on, uh, you know, on, on the Celtics because he's not exactly uh, prototypically the same type of player. He shares the ball a, a, a lot more right now, and it seems like it makes everything easier for those guys. So uh, I, I like 
I like what uh, I, I really like the Celtics. I like I like their experience. This is going to be a great series. But I just think that Kobe is driven, and I think that he's probably uh, realized that he has to seize the moment right now. No question about it. Now, offensively, like we just stated, L.A. just can't pound the ball in. They're going to have to move the ball, throw it in, pass it out, move it from side to side if they really want to take advantage. And this is what I call Laker lapses. They go through these times where they just try to go one-on-one or whatever, and it really doesn't work for them. Now, on the other side of the ball, you look at Boston, and can Paul Pierce take over? Because in the games that Boston really plays well, Paul Pierce really plays well. And with Ron Artest on him, uh, 6'7", 260 pounds, do you think Paul's still going to be able to take over games? Um, I think that Paul still has the potential to. Uh, he seems to, to know how to get a call uh, in terms of a shooting foul. Uh, and, and, and foul trouble is always huge in, in the NBA in terms of uh, how much a player is going to play the effectiveness he's going to have on the game. And generally that starts in the first quarter, first couple minutes. If a guy gets two fouls, you're lucky to see him before halftime. So uh, with all those type of factors, I I, I like Pierce. I like his aggressiveness. I like the fact that he he really takes it personal against the Lakers uh, in terms of being from L.A. and being an Inglewood guy. uh, I I have no problems with his mentality and the way he'll attack it. It's just – uh, I, I I wonder what everybody is going to bring, if everyone else is going to bring their games up, because obviously uh, you've seen that sometimes, on uh, some occasions playing Orlando, that he would kind of do what Kobe would fall into in terms of not sharing the ball and, 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 and things like that. So uh, I, I do think that he's aggressive enough, and I, I think he can be ultra-effective against our test. But I think that our test is definitely going to be a challenge for him. No, no question. I, I think a guy who stands in front of him, and we're going to go over matchups, so we might as well start with Artest versus Pierce. And when you're looking at this matchup, you got two guys about the same size. Artest weighs a little bit more, but uh, Pierce seems to have a problem with guys who stay down, don't jump. He loves to pump fake, get you in the air. He's so crafty, gets to the line. Nice three ball, nice mid-range game, can drive to the hoop. He showed that he still has got some jumps and dunking a few last series. But uh, Artest is a defender that gets under your skin. He stays down. He can test extremely quick hands, extremely strong hands that he can just take the ball away from you. So this is a matchup that I circle because I think that this is going to be one of the key matchups of the series. Now, another matchup is Kobe versus Rondo, and I, I believe that that's probably who they'll stick on him instead of Fisher. Now, we could be wrong, but Fisher will probably run through the screens and chase Allen so that Kobe has a little bit more legs throughout the game. But in this Kobe versus Rondo matchup, uh, what do you see here, and who do you see winning this matchup, Whistle? Well, obviously, it's, it's huge. Uh, Kobe's going to contribute, obviously, uh, a bunch for his team, and and in a lot of ways that Rondo will, uh, just more so in the scoring area. But uh, obviously uh, he can stay in front of, of Rondo. I think that he's smart enough to, to, to play him off for, for the jump shot. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if they're going to go with Kobe there or, or, or put him, you know, it's kind of weird. Where do you want Do you want him to chase Ray around? I mean, what do you want him to do? I you could almost have him go help up and help with uh go stick KG or something. You know what I mean? So uh, 
It's going to be interesting. He's going to have a, have his hands full because Rondo's a talented player. But hey, I think that all the players were watching each other. I think that uh, if players are smart enough and their basketball IQ is high enough, they learn things from the last series. For example, JJ Reddick's defense on Ray Allen. Come on, Ray. Just for example, just small things, and, and maybe Bleaches could pick up on that and, and just try to play effective and, and maybe spoil a, a player's rhythm a little bit. So uh, with that being said, I do think that Kobe could could potentially upset the rhythm of a Rondo. No, no question about it. And it's so interesting that Rondo has been averaging, you know, almost a triple-double or getting a triple-double here and there, getting close. And right now Kobe is at that same level, obviously with more points, but he's so deadly. When he's getting 10-plus assists, that means that he is hitting you for 30 or 40 and he's getting people involved. So the matchup of the triple-doubles is maybe what we're going to call this one, and we'll have to see as it goes along probably which player between those two gets closer to a triple-double uh, is probably going to be playing the best and winning this matchup. Now, Fisher versus Allen is an interesting matchup from the standpoint that Fisher is very smart, a physical player. He is going to chase Ray around. He's going to be on him. He's going to contest a very smart player. Fisher has actually been playing really, really well, getting 20 here, 18 there. You know that he hits big key shots. So this is going to be that, that timely shot matchup. Who's able to hit that timely shot? Uh, who do you got in this one, Fisher or Allen? Uh, I like both players. Or they both bring different dimensions. I'm going to give the slight nod to Ray Allen. I just think that uh, he has a personal bone uh, to pick with the Lakers. And in that with Paul Pierce uh, being an ex-Sonic, uh, going back and forth to duels with Kobe, I think that Ray Allen will show up and be really aggressive. But uh, let's not forget Derek Fisher uh, maybe uh, isn't the best point guard playing right now, but he is really deadly as it seems, uh, when he's open, he takes advantage of, of situations. His experience pays off, and uh, he really knocked, knocks down uh, big shots and consistent shots. So uh, uh, it, gets, it could almost be a wash. Well, you know, the mean streak, Wizzle, that is inside, and these are two guys who uh, they play tough. Obviously, Perkins plays with a poker face. I love the, the face that he plays with. Uh, you know that he means business. Bynum doesn't really show expression. I like that, too. He's just out there playing. Uh, we all know that he's playing hurt, got torn meniscus, but he's wearing a knee brace. And uh, last game, he seemed to be a little bit more agile, a little more mobile, moving around. This is a matchup that's interesting because last time when they met, in 2008, Perkins was able to guard Gasol, who doesn't really like as much physical contact, and Perkins really put his body on him. Now you got Bynum. He's able to be in the middle. They're about the same size. They're going to be grabbing boards. This should be an interesting matchup. Which way do you go here, Bynum or Perkins? You know, i got to give the slight edge to Mr. Bynum, and I really, really like the job that Perkins, a.k.a. The Legit, is doing because uh, he's really, really a presence in the paint. Uh, his forearm is uh, impeccable. You can ask Shaq about that because it seems that uh, uh, he really, really has taken on uh, the persona of Kevin Garnett. And, and, and given the, the Celtics' identity, and, and you kind of there's no way that you wouldn't want that guy on your team because, hey, we're ready to go. And that's the type of expression that you want. So, But I really like Bynum. I, I think that he's developed. A little bit more, I really like his hands, ability to score, and just his knack uh, to be on the offensive board. So I'm going to give him the slight edge. And, and 
that's probably primarily because of his height advantage and probably some reach that comes with that. No question about it. I, I probably would have to agree with you there. This is really a toss-up. It's a tough one. Well, we know that Gasol, KG, this is going to be one heck of an interesting matchup, Wizzle. Uh, Gasol is very crafty. I would say that he was at, is at the top of his game right now. He is playing fantastic basketball, although the last two games of the series, he didn't put up extremely high numbers, but uh, KG isn't. Uh, the KG that he was in 2008, a little slower, uh, still able to hit the outside shot, but no one can question his readiness and his drive to win another championship. This is going to be the one uh, matchup that we have to keep our eyes on at the same time. Now, Wizzle, you said this is going to be a seven-game series. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm optimistic, and I think I'm going to go L.A. in six. Give me what you got. I am going to go, and, I, you know, I, I've been really, hey, ripping my scalp apart, tearing my curl out. But we're going to go with, we're going to go with the Lakers in seven games. Woo! You hear it here, Block Talk Radio. The Wizzle says L.A. in seven games. Well, Wizzle, we will be staying tuned, watching it. As always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. Until next week, we'll see you same time, uh, different day, though. Wizzle, as always, we appreciate it. Health food day. Banana chips, granola, and raisins. Deuces. <laughs>